my mom, I love her. Oh my God. <laughs> really? Is this what we're going to go through already? This is what we're starting off with. Same time I well, guess what? It's your favorite day of the week. It is Bins Day. Welcome. We're, we're, um, we're having a, a good time. It's been, it's been great. There's been no major news stories that um, will affect 51% of the population um, at all. Um, so did left here, twi- did left twi- to 49%. What, did the left Twix finally win? Mm-hmm. The war mm-hmm. of the Twixes to finally the war, settled. The war of the Twixes, yeah. So more <laughs> left Twix have been sold um, over the Damn. last, what, like, they've been dealing with this for like five years or something, right? Six, five, six years? It's, it's so, been going on since the great chicken sandwich war. So, yo, God, don't, no, we're not, <laughs> that, that part of history will be erased. Um, yeah. Hashtag Popeyes for the win. <laughs> Anyway, I don't even eat uh, chicken. I'm just talking shit. There you go. <laughs> just talking just talk, shit about just it. Just talking shit. I just like to have a team to root for. Yeah, there you go. Um, so we're here with, of course, um, my my male counterpart. Counterparts here. There we go. We have uh, Monsieur uh, Wayne the Maker, um, Jartan, and then there is somebody in the background that you might hear um, comment. Hi Val. Um, and then there's there's Mikey who um is going to be making things uh fun and interesting, I guess. <laughs> Stop it. And then I do that uh, in everybody's serious pictures. They hate me for it. Yeah. And I don't care. Yeah. Make it just make Oh, it you're easy. such a rebel, you. Well, More. think about it, think about it 30 years from now. That fu- that picture is gonna be fucking hilarious. Brenna was talking, Mikey. No, no, we're not going there. And then uh, we have a uh, interview with uh, Professor uh, Anne Lafaso, who is a uh, law professor um, and a writer. You know, all they the law professors do a lot more than just stand in front of a a, a crowd and uh, talk. So uh, we're going to hear from from her later with with our interview that uh, Jartin and I did with her and. Um, Hopefully we'll get an insight on this, um, but let's let's start off with um, just sort of just sort of getting our get, just chilling, just chilling. Um, how is everybody, and uh, what are you all drinking or 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 not drinking, depending on? I'm your, not drinking. Your 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 feeling. Um, I. <laughs> So, what, what, what was that disembodied voice? <laughs> there you go. There, there she is. He's, Val's drinking with us. I, I am currently drinking tangerine uh, Ooh, sparkling water. I know. Uh, so, Just, yeah, got some. Got for, some. For, for the uninitiated, um, Val in Jartan's shot is his bequeathed partner. Did you yeah. pick he, he was soon to be marrying. Did you pick that up at Albertsons? I'm so sorry for you, Jartan. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> it's gonna be a fun show. I know. <laughs> 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 uh, actually, uh, 
picked it up at Vons. Vons is the is Vons. That's the, it's the it's the slightly higher up, <laughs> more posh. It's, it's the same company. I, I used to work for that company. That's why yeah. I was like I was like Soleil. I know Soleil. Yeah. So it we have we have a really nice Vons near near us that, that we were shopping at. Um, because I had kind of a, a horrible last week and especially yesterday. So um, I don't know if you guys if you guys follow me on, on Instagram or, or Facebook, but uh, um, I'm fostering kittens and their mom. And one of the kittens was really, really sick. Um, liver, uh, liver failure. Um, wasn't eating, wasn't, couldn't, you know, no drinking, pooping, uh, mm. peeing all over himself. Um, oh. Just not good. And uh, we, we I kept saying it's a, it's a female, but I think it's a male. I don't know. I'm just going to, I don't really mm. care at this point, but um, we took her to the, um, the vet that works with the shelter and they're like, we, she's gonna, yeah. she's gonna die. And so, um, it was either keeping her for another day and watching her suffer um, or letting them take her and put her down. And so, yeah, we, we did lots of kitten. But I'm, I'm happy, happy to say that the, the other four um, and the mom are all perfectly, perfectly healthy and gaining weight and round and sweet. And do you, have, do you have any hearing left? Because, because kittens make the highest pitch sound. Oh my god, it's so cute. Possible. It's so cute though. It sounds like a grenade goes off on you in like the fucking when we were soldiers movie. You just got like that. But they're like so they're so cute and they they they're a little chatty and we've been like yesterday. Of course, it was May the fourth, and so <laughs> I did eventually like turn up Star Wars. <laughs> Live long and prosper. I was Don't like, I'm just gonna watch Star Wars all day, and nobody's yes. gonna tell me what to do because I need Star Wars in my life. So I, I snuggle with kitties and Star Wars, and sanitize and clean everything. Uh, fed the kitties; they're all happy and healthy. Um, and we're gonna monitor them for make sure that they are. But it was a really, really rough day for me yesterday. Yeah. Um, losing a kitten like that because it was just so cute and so sweet and beautiful and unfortunately it was sick. you did your best you did your it best. was super sick and there's no way in hell I'm gonna allow a, a kitten to to suffer right um it kind of reminds me my my brother's uh one of my brother's cats um ironically Dexter um his cat Dexter um, had uh, kidney failure and mm. it was like suffering again, yeah. the food couldn't eat, couldn't pee, couldn't poop, had trouble walking, just hurting, just in so much pain. And you don't want to see that. So um, I'm actually like, and then today's going to be a little rough, but it's going to be mostly screaming and yelling and yes. swearing. Um yes uh so <laughs> that's gonna Three. be today anyway enough about about me right now let's move up um mikey what about you how how are you what are you consuming uh consuming monster nice. um and i got some wedding cake kush that i had earlier wedding and... wedding cake 
Mm-hmm. Whose wedding That's... have you been to? <laughs> wedding, wedding cake kush. I don't know what that means. Oh, what's that one? You're not catching my inside baseball references about something no. that you have? No. Oh, okay. No, no. So please, please educate me. <laughs> Let me just keep speaking in weed terminology. It's a, <laughs> it's a strand of weed. Oh. Oh, okay. Right. It's yeah, called no, the I, I wouldn't have had it. I, I wouldn't have had a clue. <laughs> something I have. I think my, I think my, um, my vape is wedding cake. It's so. very, very popular. Yeah. Wedding okay. cake is good, but I think next time I go to the dispensary, I'm going back to my OG, which is the lemon cake, which is my favorite. Oh. Oh. See, I've learned something right. today. Yeah. It's a perfect hybrid of indica and sativa. There you go. Um, Wayne? <laughs> Wayne, what has been going on in your, um, in your life? I had a very emotional day on Sunday. Um, it's my uncle's memorial. Um, so met up with my, my dad, who I've not seen, um, since my granddad's funeral. So we seem to only meet when people die. Mm. Um, and so my, my, my nan on my mum's side, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was an emotional time, but I met, uh, met up with so many of my family that I haven't seen for a long time. You would say our family is estranged in the sense of. Uh, we do not regularly hang out, so that was that was a, a lovely time. And Different. you've all you've all seen the pictures on my um, socials. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've yeah. done this week. And I'm uh, drinking Shiraz. Wow, Shocker. that's unusual. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Um, <laughs> Just trying something different. I'm broadening my horizons. Well, it's it's like spring and getting into summer, so things are just kind of livening up. So you need exactly. a little something, a little something different on the taste buds. I would 100%. guess that he was going to have a low, lovely rosé today. But, you, know. you know, that would have been no. too predictable. Yeah. No, if, if if I turn up with a rosé, um, shoot me. I'm a pod person. Hey, I was about to say. I was about to say that's not. <laughs> not the, everybody not... hates rosé. I'm just saying, if Wayne's drinking it. anything other than Shiraz, where's there's, the real Wayne? Come here, you there's something. Well, what did you do with him? You supplicant. <laughs> did you, you get enough re- sleep? Reach, reach through the camera and shake me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I eventually get to meet Wayne, I am going to take him to a store where they sell a wine that has an actual cork and not one of those screw thingies. And then we're going to have He won't. You'll have to buy them the opener as well. Yeah, because you know there's not one in the I've house. I've got corkscrew right in front of me. Nah, it's oh, and you're gonna stab me with yeah. it, aren't you? I'm no, that's head. not a corkscrew. That's that, a, that's yeah, that's that. a rolling pin. That's a pizza cutter. <laughs> None of those things will open up a bottle. Nope, that's a hammer. You're gonna well, have a lot of glass. One. It'll open. That it, but will you'll have open a lot of... the bottle though. <laughs> you'll have a lot of glass in your wine. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, 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 there is a there is a. Um, bottle opener in there. It's just not been used for sure. Uh-huh. Sure, um, there is uh-huh. a historical <laughs> period. You, you open it up and it goes. <laughs> a moth, right. a moth <laughs> flies out of it. Right, there's, there's, there's a. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find you the pizza. Not the pizza cutter. The bottle opener. That's not how it works, cut. Wayne. You can't use no, a because. Pizza cutter. I, I had one where it snapped, the corkscrew snapped in there, oh, yeah. and I had to put a secondary corkscrew in. Uh-huh. And the a rescue diver's corkscrew. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it wrapped around the original corkscrew that was in the cork, and it stayed there ever since because you uh-huh. can't get it off. Uh-huh. It's probably because you were standing with a pizza slicer like this on the bottle, <laughs> waiting for it to open. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm, you were I'm probably gonna, using a pizza slicer. Talk, and, talk, and talk amongst yourselves. Thing. I'm going to find it. Anyway, Wait, Wayne. Wayne's got his little apron on. He fucking lowers the oven door. Ooh, can't yeah. wait to try this. He pulls it out. It's his fucking bottle of wine. <laughs> fucking puts it on the counter. Gets out Ooh. the pizza cutter. Yeah. Pours wow. it in the glass. Wow. I actually like thing. that idea. Let's make a video <laughs> Actually, me too. I'm like, I I'm want to do, do that. that. Right, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna mute my mic because I need to find this, and oh. I don't want to be all. I think mad. that should be his audition for Bake Off. I think that will be it. Like, <laughs> it'll it'll he'll pull it out, and it'll be a, an actual bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. And then when he, when he puts it on on the counter and pick, gets at the the pizza cutter, it's actually going to be a wine shaped bread. <gasps> He's got a corkscrew. There it is. And, look, then, and then we're look, submitting that. Can to you, Bake can Off. you see the corkscrew that's wrapped around the corkscrew? <laughs> Jesus Christ! You can't say anything. To, you can't say anything to Jarzan about fucking parking things up trees when yeah. you broke a corkscrew. Oh my God! You Wayne. mangled a corkscrew. Like it's no. Like, okay, Wayne. So that's that's legit. That's legit. Wayne, that that is a a family heirloom now. Because it really of is. That. No, that that will be passed on to your children and their their children and so on and so forth. Daddy, is... tell me the story of the great wine opener again. <laughs> Daddy. Grandma, Grandma Papa. Tell, tell the story about the bottle opener. Grandma, sorry. Oh, you know it's my favourite. Father, can you tell me can you tell me about the uh, the corkscrew that you broke when you was very young and you kept it for years and years? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jotan. Nice uh, well, how are caps. you? What are you drinking? Let's move on. We have lots of emotional things too. Lots of screaming. Yeah, Sorry. No, it sucks. Uh, after <laughs> avoiding it for two years, I finally got Corona. One of us. One of <laughs> us. One of us. Still speak, Corona speak free. Yourselves. Yeah. Uh, I can't breathe. Uh, I'm better now, but I've basically been, you know, passed out for the last three days. Mm-hmm. So is she. She started. So <laughs> she. She. Wow. Yeah. Her, it's her fault. Yeah. In Val. In Kavina. So I came home from work feeling fine. She called me. She's like, I think I'm sick. And I was like, yeah, you probably just got what I had like two weeks ago. It came home. Come Sunday, none of us could breathe. We just passed out the fuck on the couch. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's been my week so far. Uh, basically, not been able to do anything. Yeah, except she for went, one thing. She went. You think you're sick? I'm marrying I'm, you. I'm turning thirty this year, as we all know. Oh fuck off! Sure. Yes, it's true. And Val bought Show, me, age. And mm. Val bought me a present. Citation for needed. My, for my big day, something Aww. that I really needed. Aww. And Another it arrived. <laughs> and it, no, something that I needed more than another bike, actually. Uh, so it arrived on Wednesday. It was supposed to have you know, 14 to 16 weeks delivery time, but it arrived on Wednesday. What did you say? A tree cutter. Yes, a tree cutter. <laughs> a, a, tree cutter. Saw, a tree cutter. A little... To get all your shit back. <laughs> so on Wednesday, <laughs> my two sawn 128 bottle wine cooler just arrived. Ooh. 
it's basically <laughs> it's got two zones. You got one for whites, you got one for reds, and you can you oh, know, segregate it. Yes, that's messed up. Because they're different. Mm. Apartheid. They, require, they have different requirements. Yes. <laughs> Free to Reds. <laughs> uh, it's, it's your turn. Um, they do not fare good in the same environment as the white ones. Wow. But, sure. Yeah. So I'm really excited about it. And we are also moving into the new house. So by the time the Mikey gets over here, or any of you other blasted motherfuckers get over here, we will actually have play, a place for you to sleep. Which we are really fucking excited about. And oh, I was uh, expecting to just like sleep in the same bed as you guys. Right. Well, yeah, no. I, we're gonna gonna snuggle. Snuggle. Yeah. I can see the I bed right there. Snuggle. Oh, welcome. Yeah. I'm still gonna do it. I thought that was my side on the left there. I I you see between what? the pillows? That's yep. That's the cat spot. So that's yeah. my spot. That's zero spot. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I, so I can, can scratch you, my eyeballs out while I'm sleeping. <laughs> I can tell you one thing, uh, getting out of this apartment now that we have seven cats uh-huh. is going to be epic. Hold up, seven seven fucking cats in an apartment? Yeah. <laughs> we was overcrowded. <laughs> We're four I, humans. I still no. have eight. Oh, yeah. oh, I used to have nine, but always, I still have eight. Always the most of them are about this big and cute. So, yeah, no, it's been... Uh, I'm really excited about the house, and I'm really excited about the uh, wine cooler, the wine fridge. Yes. Uh, but Corona, Jesus Christ, that hit me hard. Yeah. Jartan, I, I, I have a question. Um, you're talking about a wine cooler. Um, I have two very important questions with regarding red wine. Yep. What are your stances on chilled red wine mm. and fizzy red wine? Mm. Uh, never had fizzy red wine, so I can't really talk about it. Uh, some, Your Honor, he's you know, dodging the question. He really is. Please answer. It is a <laughs> simple yes or no question. <laughs> Objection, Your Honor. The witness is overruled. Clearly, <laughs> the witness is clearly lying. He knows what that fizzy drink Permission is. Permission to treat this as a hostile, hostile witness. Uh, and I would say that. Why did you order the cold red? Wine who's, that's too cold is worse than wine that is too warm. Like cold red wine just doesn't taste right. Okay. So you're objecting to chilled red wines. But what about fizzy red wines? Never had it, and it's not Objection. something that I'm longing to try either. So oh. I'm, yes, give it a go. I've I've had fizzy red wine. Is it okay? It's actually, pretty good. I, and I I like my wines dry, so it was really nice because it was also dry. Um, Ooh, I dry fizz. So it nice. was it was. Um, it's actually uh, I believe I was drinking it with Jenna one time when we were I think maybe the name first... drop. The oh, first, the bang. first, the first episode. I think I is it the first or second episode. I was drinking wine, fizzy red wine. Um, um, no, it's sort of uh, when I think about it. It's, it's a BJ it, specialist, but you yeah, can only get it through Patreon. Uh, it gives me a feeling of you. You know, you put red wine through a st- soda stream. It just doesn't feel <laughs> right. 
Well, if you, if you think about, because like red wine's obviously a lot thicker than white wine. If you were to put in a oh, soda a stream, it'd be the same same kind of consistency as like Coke, Coke or something. Yeah. Cocaine. So methamphetamine. No, no, Coca Cola. Oh. Other other um, carbonated soft drinks are available. Um, so I'd imagine it'd be like that. I've never tried it myself, but I find the thought of it kind of. Mm. If you take half fizzy red, you know half Coca Cola, that's how you get Dr Pepper. That's, that's science. You know what? I am I am going to talk to my brother's fiance because she's um, my best friend, Charles. Yes, she's a sommelier. Oh, so I'm going to ask her to recommend for me a fizzy red wine. I'm going she's to buy a bottle you. and I'm going to try it. All we right. need to we need to have a special though about we have to drink wine so we have to have like we we each bring a couple of bottles of wine or, or I do it every bottle. week. You bring the same ass fucking bottle. Yeah, of I'm telling. I'm saying something, and, and we learn from maybe somebody who knows something about wine, not you, Wayne. Now let's. How about this? How about we, we actually? How about we have like a, a live? We can do a libations episode. Bring on the assembly, and then maybe we can like coordinate. We all get the same bottle, and then mm-hmm. we'll just all kind of. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I that think is a bouquet but, there. Hmm. Yeah, but we do. This needs a coordination because because of import and exports and stuff like that. A lot of the wines that you can buy, we cannot buy, and vice versa. So That's fine. Well, we let's have... let's let's start with something like nineteen crimes because we all we all good can stuff. get a hold of that. Yeah, That's good stuff. All right, we have to move on. We have a lot to do, and we have the interview that we have to get to. So, and welcome to the show. Oh, oh. just starts on its own there. Yeah. Okay, didn't warn me it? about that. No. <laughs> it just started going. Let's, yes, Shotan, why don't you do the introduction for this? Yes, I will. So earlier today, me and Brenna had a very nice conversation with Anne Marie Lafaso which is the Arthur B. Hodges Professor of Law at West Virginia University College of Law, where she teaches labor law, employment law, advanced labor law, comparative international work law, jurisprudence law and socioeconomics, and in the WUUS Supreme Court Clinic, which she co-founded with Joan Stay partner, Larry Rose Murphy, in 2011. She has done numerous publications. She also writes for the... Oxford, Jesus Christ, what was the name of it? I remembered um, Oxford and that was it. Something yeah. Oxford. Yeah, something Oxford. Uh, she went to University of Oxford in Oxford, England, uh, University of Philadelphia Law School and Harvard University in Cambridge, Mark London in 1987. So, basically... A very notable uh, law professor, and she. Oxford, Oxford, twenty sixteen Oxford senior academic scholar at Union Uni of Oxford. Yes, there you go. go. What he said. So, (laughs) without further ado, uh, we are going to mute our mics, and we uh, Wayne has not listened to this, and Mike has heard some of this, and after the interview, we're going to discuss it some, and I hope you. Enjoy it. Anne Lofaso, thank you so much for joining us. You are a professor of law in the, of in uh, on the University of West Virginia. 
And we've asked you to come here tonight, today to at least educate me a bit about the American legal system, because according to Politico, there has leaked a memo that says that the Supreme Court has voted to overturn abortion rights, uh, according to this draft opinion. What does that mean? Okay, so what that means, first of all, it's a draft opinion, so it can change, but it does seem that there are at least five votes to three with one person on the fence. So if it were, if it were to change, you'd have to really change someone, it would be pretty drastic. So it looks like that it's that uh, Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned in a few weeks. Um, does that, are you asking what does that mean in terms of what's going to happen in the United States when that happens? So, yeah, that was my next question. The first was, what does a draft opinion mean? Okay, so, so let me let me finish that then, if that's okay. So a draft opinion is just something that, that goes through to all of the justices. That means Alito wrote this draft based on right after the oral argument, what they decided, they how they were going to vote tentatively. So that meant it was probably six to three with, you know, with... Um, with Roberts saying, I just want to see the opinion exactly where you're going, upholding this Mississippi law, with holding this particular state law. So then the other justices get to say what they don't really like, what they want to change, and the dissent gets to write something, and then the majority can respond to the dissent. So there would be more edits going on. So this is just a draft opinion. And so, and that goes to the next question, Roe versus Wade uh, is a landmark decision from 1973, if I'm not mistaken, right. which basically says that every woman has a right to choose abortion, to choose to, uh, to terminate a pregnancy if she deems so necessary. Right. Um, um, yes. So what would that entail if that is overturned and why is it on the table now? Okay, so two things. One is that it's actually two cases that are that are being um, overturned. It would be Roe versus Wade and also Casey, which is a nineteen. That is the Planned Parenthood. Yes, yes. Okay. So what they said, if you read them together, is that a woman has an unfettered right to end her her pregnancy before viability, and then after that, there can be um, it can be banned. Um, what states have done is they've put restrictions on before this, given, given the state of the law, they were putting restrictions on this, but nothing to be, nothing in terms of actually outright banning abortion. But given that what, how this started was that in, um, during the, during the Obama era, um, Obama was not unable to appoint a Supreme court justice, even though he had a year to appoint someone to replace Scalia. When Scalia died on February 13th of the year of the election, even though it was 11, it was over almost a year before there would be a transition of power, mm -hmm. the, the Republicans had, um, had control of the Senate and the Senate has to give advice and consent. So that seat did not get to change to a Democratic seat. Merrick so Garland, then, right? Say again? Merrick Garland. Is yeah, Merrick Garland, exactly. Yeah. So Jeremy then General. instead of it going to Merrick Garland, who would have been a very, like, just a neutral choice, really, mm -hmm. a um, very moderate choice, it went to um, Trump. And Trump put in that seat Neil Gorsuch. And Neil is a, uh, sorry, 
just I called him Neil because I actually went to graduate school. So, <laughs> so I forgot, you know. He's, he's your buddy. He's, I, we did go to graduate school together, so, and we did have lunch quite a lot. But okay. um, anyway, Justice Gorsuch um, is a conservative, and um, he has suggested that he would overturn Roe versus Wade. Um, and then another seat came became available, and that was uh, Justice Kennedy's seat. So that went to Brett Kavanaugh. And then finally, when Ruth Bader Ginsburg, um, uh, when she passed away, that was the seat that went to Amy Coney Barrett, and she is very, very conservative, especially on this issue. In on this issue, so you had enough votes now to clearly be able to overturn Roe versus Wade. So states became very aggressive in enacting laws that would currently be unconstitutional, but they thought that the court would take to overturn Roe versus Wade. So that's what happened. The states, even though it was unconstitutional, started enacting laws that at the time were unconstitutional, but they thought would be upheld by the United States Supreme Court. I only knew of one. I knew of the Alabama one, which is, for all intents and purposes, what I, from what I understand, uh, horrible. Uh, but there are, as you say, more than just the Alabama one. There oh yeah, states. there's, there's, there's. Well, there's the Texas one, which also is famous, and there's, um, there's, there's just, there's tons of laws. There's, there's the, other- there's the, there's the headhunting one, which is the Texas one, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the six week. And, and then there's also a lot of little ones that kind of have been coming up where it's like cl- uh, closing clinics that don't have the right um, like facility for um, performing these types of surgeries. Um, and right, so, so those the- have closed clinics or, or just, you know, uh, ended funding for that. So, yeah. So what happens is the state legislature will say, we don't think you can perform an abortion um, safely because you don't have privileges at a hospital that's within 30 miles mm-hmm. of you. So this closes all these abortion clinics that are in rural areas yes. because there are no hospitals within 30 miles. Right. So, right. yeah. Is that the admission thing that they were talking about? I listened to the WeWord, uh, a podcast with two Stanford uh, doctors, and they talked about this thing where you have to have admission privileges to be able to perform abortion under some of these laws yes yes it either they they go together so there's sometimes admission privileges and also the 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 um how far they are away sometimes they're both together Mm -hmm. but the admission privileges also a lot of times a small abortion clinic won't have admission privileges because they don't need it because abortion's a very safe um procedure and to get admission privileges might cost a lot of money or the hospital won't even give them admission privileges because not because they don't want them to perform Mm -hmm. abortions but because they're not bringing any business in so they're just not going to give the doctor admission privileges so there's this practical uh for example in west virginia it's technically legal to have an abortion but there's only one abortion clinic in the entire state i've heard that but okay but so just for a dummy like me to understand who's not grown up in your legal system i need to understand so these states they uh, they uh, put through forward these laws that are essentially unconstitutional. Do right. they get like sued or contested in some way, and that's why they end up in the Supreme Court? How? What happens to get to this point? Okay, so the law is then passed, and then um, someone who doesn't like the law 
will like uh, usually it's a um it's a doctor that's bringing it on behalf of pregnant women and the court has said that they're allowed to do that normally we have to have something called standing so you have to be affected by it so it's usually would be the pregnant woman but they've allowed doctors uh, that perform abortions to do this so a lot of times it can be doctors and there'll be amici um that mean friends of the court that will write you know, the ACLU or or now or you know a women's reproductive group free, mm-hmm. freedom of reproduction group and they will bring these cases and say this is unconstitutional and then the Supreme and court. then the court right then the courts will um take the courts normally at the court of appeals level they'll take that take it down because Roe versus Wade is still and Casey are still the law mm-hmm. and then you only need four votes at the Supreme Court level to get certiorari. Certiorari means the court will review the case. Mm-hmm. So four justices have to decide that they want to review the case. So here, at least four justices decide they want to review the case. And um, they heard the case back in the, um, the fall or the winter. I forget whether it was November or December, but it was around there. And now you have this 98 page draft with which is as draconian as it can be. Mm-hmm. So um, I have I have a question about um, is is over, what does overturning because this is not law. What does overturning Roe versus Wade um, or some of the other even even some of the ones that they're like talking about. Um, what does it mean to overturn what's the process in that and then what happens after something is overturned okay so roe versus wade is precedent and it says that a woman has a fun or roe and its progeny say that mm-hmm. their women have a fundamental right to um to re- reproductive freedom okay to an abortion so is that a, is that an equality thing? Is that no? A... It's actually not an equality thing. It's okay. a substantive due process, and that's going to be really important. Okay. okay? okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's going to be really important because of what's going to happen. Okay. Yeah. okay. So what the the court has said: women have this fundamental right under the substantive due process clause, which is the Fourteenth Amendment, which says that um, that guarantees all people the right to um, life, liberty, or property. Um, and that shall not be taken away without due process of law. Okay. So here is the woman's life, liberty, and property. It's mm-hmm. her reproductive choice. And that comes under this umbrella of or penumbra of different things that are found in the Constitution. But Roe and its progeny hinged on this idea that they were unenumerated fundamental mm-hmm. rights. Yeah. So enumerated rights are like the Bill of Rights, like freedom of speech, freedom of conscience, freedom of religion, freedom of um, to petition the government, freedom to bear arms. Um, but there's nothing that says you have a right to an abortion. Right. But there are things that basically have, say you have a freedom to privacy in your property, like, for mm-hmm. example, the Fourth Amendment. Right. Okay. So conservatives like to define define your rights very narrowly. And the more narrow you define it, the less likely you are to find it in the law. Right. So if you notice, Alito defines the right here as the right to have an abortion, as opposed to a woman's right to have bodily autonomy. Right. Okay. 
So when you define it that way, then all of a sudden, of course, there's not going to be a right to abortion in the Constitution. Right. It's not specific. There's nothing in the Constitution that's specific like that. Okay. So what this means, oh, and you say, okay, but there's the Equal Protection Clause. That's going to be the, the, the safe haven, right? Mm-hmm. He expressly states in the opinion that a woman, that this is not a woman's issue, that this is not about equal protection. And we can't change that because our cases dictate that this is not an equal protection issue. We can't overturn those cases, but we can overturn this one. Right. So it's completely hypocritical. Right. And that's the problem. So it's not, so we can't go under, if it were a woman's issue, then it would be heightened scrutiny. Yeah. And then you would look to see if there was the purpose was to burden, to actually put um, these burdens on women, which there would be. And then it would be um, struck down much more easily. Yeah. But they expressly will not do that. Okay. So Roe versus Wade and Casey versus Planned Parenthood, that is like two cases stacked upon each other. Yes. Yes. Yes, yeah, sort of. Yeah, they they call line to be, be, you know strengthen the woman's right to, as you said, autonomy. But what would the ramifications be if the Supreme Court now this draft it turns out to overturn Roe versus Wade and Casey versus Planned Parenthood? What would be what would happen next? Okay, so that means there no longer is a protection that the concept on abortion. Others are trigger laws, that they enacted laws after Roe, just in case Roe is overturned, that ban abortion. And then there's the other states that basically allow abortion. Okay, yeah. California. (laughs) Definitely California. So we're actually getting, we're actually getting trigger laws that are going to start going. Our governor has said that like about um, crossing borders and stuff. So people can come over to California and get abortions as part of um, California state law. So. All right. Uh, American law 101 trigger yes. law. <laughs> there oh, we go. It's just means it would, um, it, it's just a law that's on the books that says something like this law goes into effect immediately if Roe versus Wade and Casey are overturned. That's okay. all it is. So we're okay. just calling it a trigger as okay. a, get, get, get it, get it. yeah, that's okay. it. So, yeah, but yeah. West Virginia has a law on the books that was from the early 1800s and that has and that was when it was virginia was part of virginia and then in the civil war of course west virginia um uh seceded from virginia and so west virginia has a law in the books that makes it a crime a felony for anyone to help a woman have an abortion punishable by by no less than three years and no more than 10 years imprisonment Mm. which means that even though right now the west virginia law is you can have an abortion up to 22 weeks mm. that who would perform it because that law would then no longer be enjoined. So it, right now there's an injunction against that law uh, that was put up in 1975 by the courts that says you can't enforce that law. But once that law, once Roe is overturned, then all you have to do is have the attorney general go to go to court and lift the injunction that could have to take a day. And then all of a sudden abortion is a crime mm-hmm. punishable by three to 10 years imprisonment in West Virginia. 
So here's the doctor that will perform that abortion right there. Like, which was my my next question. So I've read up about this because I fear that if this gets overturned in the United States, we do have a Christian fundamentalist party. We do have some some very dangerous Nazis um, trying to get into power in Sweden as well. Um, and that this will happen here. So I had to read up and between 75 to 80% of all abortions happen between week 10, before week 10, right? Then almost every abortion happens up until week 15, if I'm not mistaken, of those 20%, only a very small margin of abortions happen around 18 to 20 when you have your ultrasound and and you find something that is medically very wrong and opposes mm-hmm. a, a, a danger to the child or the mother. And you have to do an actual surgical removal of, of this child, um, of this fetus, I'm sorry. Um, and often at this point, it is a very hard decision for the parents to make because, you know, they've started to uh, acclimatize to the situation. They're looking forward to their baby and so on and so forth. Uh, mostly all of, if not every uh, abortion up until 10 weeks is a medical abortion. You take two pills, and which makes the uterus contract and it pushes uh, the embryo, which is basically what it is at that point, out. Um, how... When we know that 75 to 80% of all abortions happen within that time span, and also almost 90% of miscarriages happen within that time span, how would you, how would you know if the woman has made, has had a medical um, abortion mm-hmm. of pills that she bought off the internet, or if she's had a miscarriage? Are we going to have doctors going home to women to check up on their pregnancies and look at their you know, uterus to see, I, I don't understand, how would you enforce such a law? Well, a medical abortion, like getting something off the internet, they could regulate, they could try to regulate that, and that they could maybe find out who's getting that. Um, right now, I don't think they would be able, They that that has been really contemplated by the law. So I'm not sure that that would be immediately regulatable or would be regulated immediately. But but in Texas, if that law goes through, then if your mom knows or your grandma or your grandpa knows that you got a pill, um, they could just bring you into the station and have you arrested mm-hmm. for doing that. Or even if you talk about it. Right. And then you end up having a miscarriage or something. I mean, these are this is the problem with this headhunting thing, right? It right. It stops it being a legal issue, and then it's a it, it's it puts it on other people, and it makes it really easy to get what like ten thousand um, dollars for anybody just to um, go in and say, well, that person bought birth control pills. Does that mean that they're trying to get an abortion or like there's there's weird little things that are going to happen because of something like this head hunting thing. And it could be it, it could go across now to other states that have the same thing. 
And if this continues, I mean, we are looking at the beginnings of the handmaid's tale, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, hopefully we're not there, but, um, I mean, there has been already protests. I've been, um, my daughter's a student at William and Mary and I was driving through Richmond and then into Williamsburg. And there were, there were tons of, um, of already protests in Richmond, which is the capital of Virginia. And then at William and Mary, which is, you know, a school, a university, there are already so yeah. many protests. There are protests even in West Virginia. Yeah. So there, and I'm sure in California, all over the place. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. But that we expect, but they're even in Virginia and West Virginia, mm-hmm. there are protests. Yeah. The problem is that the way our country is gerrymandered, it favors, um, it favors those who have more con- socially conservative values. Right. Um, I don't want to say Democrat versus Republican. I want to say um, socially conservative values because there are Republicans who are actually liberally conser- uh, li- are liberal on a socially liberal, mm-hmm. but just are more conservative fiscally. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see if they end up saying, "No, we're going to just vote Democrat for the time being." Well, this 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 I think is what's interesting. If you you know we we've, we've obviously seen polls just put up on NBC, you know NBC, you know all that. Um, about where people stand on this issue, um, especially like pro- progressing through the decades, but it is, according to the polls, more favored to maintain, if anything, maintain Roe versus Wade, regardless right. of Democrat, Republican, Independent, which is the like is why. Um, it's so unusual to see such a major right wing conservative opinion on this when it comes to the courts even though most of the country regardless of where you stand even even conservatives think that it's not something that they're allowed to talk about like it's you might it's just it's precedent as as we've heard the word um about this particular about mostly roe versus wade whether or not it's abortion or pro-life or choice blah 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 but about maintaining Roe versus Wade. So, um, so basically, what this means is, as you said, it's the first step towards the handmade step. Mm-hmm. Is it preventable? Is there anything to do? And what can people out there do now? Well, young people tend not to vote. <clears throat> young people and young people are overwhelmingly socially liberal. So young people actually need to vote. And I don't mean, I'm not trying to chastise anyone because it's, it is our leader's fault more than us. Okay. But what I'm saying is if you, what each one of us can do is we can, we can vote and not vote for anyone who is not pro-choice and pro-choice means the choice not to have an abortion. Mm -hmm. Okay. There are many stories of women who were forced to have an abortion before 1973. Mm-hmm. All right. So this protects their rights as well. Um, what doesn't protect everyone's rights is what this opinion stands for. So that's one thing that people can do. I think they need to protest peacefully. It doesn't help to have violent protests. It never helps. It, it turns people away. But peaceful protest will, um, will I think, be important. And I think student organizations, this is, this will, I believe this really will rile up young people because what's also on the chopping block, what people need to understand is that 
the way Roe versus Wade was attacked, it was attacked at its core. The core is what is also the foundation of the right to birth control. Mm-hmm. So if, if Roe goes in this direction, that means there's no protection for birth control either. That's the next step. And the next step- Wait, also, what? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Roe versus Wade is based on Griswold and the finding, a case called Griswold from 1975, and the finding that there's liberty is found in the private, is found in privacy and intimate choices of who to have sex with, um, whether or not to have children and have your family, what kind of family is grounded in these unenumerated rights. So what they're saying is they're narrowing and saying we need to find these enumerated rights. And we certainly don't think there's any unenumerated right to privacy. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. And he does this whole pages on this, pages on this. And he goes through and says there was never a right to an abortion. Well, there was never a right to birth control either. Mm -hmm. So birth control is gone. Same-sex marriage is gone. All of these rights are gone. Mm-hmm. That's what gone. they want. They they're want not to... gone after this case, but they're the next. They're gone. They're, but there's that's the logical next step. Is all you have to do is bring the case to the Supreme Court. It's based on exactly the reasoning, the mm-hmm. same reasoning. So that means every gain that socially liberal people uh, got in the last fifty years, 60, 70 years will go up in flames. We'll we'll see. We'll probably see Obamacare go down as well. Well, you weren't joking about that um, whole yeah. handmade bill analogy. Yeah, uh, it's ever everything that we've been working towards for you know 30, 40, 50 years is going to be gone. So, right. If you think abortions fifty years, sixty five that's fifty six years ago. That's birth control fifty six yeah. years. Um, so, as we but, know, things like interracial marriage is actually now on the chopping Yes, off. interracial marriage from 1970, 71, yeah. whatever Loving versus Virginia was, yeah. is is gone. It's on the same exact reasoning. Yeah. It's meaning you could, you, they, there's no fundamental right to interracial marriage. Yeah. This goes back to this idea of based on, it goes back to an idea when women were property of men, when some men, only a subset of white men. Right. Right. All right. Yeah. But well, um really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I I'm um Yeah. So, Rich yeah. white dudes. That's it. So wow. Um so basically because of the foundation of all of these Supreme Court standings, they are all on the chopping block if Roe versus Wade gets overturned on these reasons. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. They can say, yep, it's up to the states whether they want to protect interracial marriage. It's up to the states whether they want to sell birth control. It's but up I, to the states. But, yeah. But, but, but here's, here's the thing, and, and that's a political dis- discussion I'm not going to say with you, but, right. but uh, for me, it's, it's very hard to understand why you want this union at all if you don't want to like you don't want to abide by any rules you don't want to do anything with the federal well you want the federal grants of course you want you know the good stuff but you don't want to adhere to any federal rules i don't i don't understand your union anymore it doesn't make any sense to me anymore i don't yeah i'm, I'm getting more and more, frust- more and more frustrated because yeah. just your union doesn't make any sense. A lot of people are saying that. A lot of people have been saying for years that we're going to have a civil war. And at first, when people said that, 
other people were saying, oh, you're an alarmist. But the more and more of you see, there's just a really split in values that mm -hmm. people have, just like there was a split in values over slavery. And we can say there were a lot of people in the North that didn't care, but there was, it was about slavery. Whatever you want to say, it was about slavery. Maybe some people didn't, you know, were anti-slavery for economic reasons, but there were a lot of, of abolitionists. Here, this is a moral value. And one side says, look, we are saying freedom, freedom for all to choose. The other says, right. no, you don't have a freedom to choose because my religion tells you that tells everyone that it is immoral to have an abortion, my religion. Right. And they're imposing their religion and their religious beliefs on everyone else, which should be against our constitution. Mm -hmm. But instead, our, our uh, five or six of our Supreme Court justices don't see it that way. They don't see it that way. They say, nope, democracy is the important value over even this freedom that we were founded on freedom. Yeah. So that's the problem. So yes, yeah. I think there could be a civil war over this. So uh, one term that I've heard a lot over the last four or five years since um, Merrick Garland, the whole Merrick Garland get, getting blocked by Mitch uh, McConnell in the Senate and all of that is stack the court, right? So that means that you put more judges on the court because a Supreme Court justice that's a lifetime appointment, appointment. and yeah. the appointees that trump put forward are very young mm -hmm. uh they will be there for years and years and years and all of the conservative judges are fairly young they'll be there for quite some time uh is that the solution going forward should they put more justices in there uh, should they put, should they put a new bill forward that you know you serve a term as Supreme Court justice? What is the solution there? How can you you know solve that problem? Okay, so that's those are great solutions, but the problem is that you have to have a majority. You have to have the president and a majority in the Senate and in let in the House of Representatives, and we do we actually sorry. There is a majority of Democrats in both right now because you have 50 plus the one, the vice president mm -hmm. of the Senate. But my Senator Manchin and some other senators don't want to go in that direction. So you don't have the you don't have the political will. So unless there is an overwhelming mandate at the next election or sometime in the future, that that solution is not going to work. So the court packing solution is a political solution, but that means you have to have the political power to do yeah. it. Which and, and we don't have, we, we have too many, as you like mentioned that we have apathetic voters, right. Um, who don't think either don't care, don't think their vote matters or some other reason about like they, they didn't register in time or, you know, they're, they don't think they're going to be age appropriate by that time, right? The 18 is, is ours. But there's one more thing also. Yeah. Um, Sinclair is a news um, media conglomerate that owns a lot of news stations mm -hmm. and gives out um, extremely right wing, mostly propaganda. So most. I saw the John Oliver episode. Yeah. So, okay. So, exactly. So, what, like my neighbor will start talking to me about things and she is a um, a lesbian pipe fitter, meaning a union person. And she will start saying all these things about Biden. 
and I'm like, do you understand if, if Republicans get in power, then your rights to be with your girlfriend are going to be gone. And she's like, oh, that's not going to happen because they're being brainwashed mm -hmm. about uh, what's, what's going on. And they don't, and then, then she said to me, but I don't know who to believe anymore. I said, read the originals, read the mm -hmm. actual, but they don't, they don't have time, especially some tickets, my state, my state is poor right? Mm -hmm. My state has people that are, are trying to just make ends meet. They don't have the luxury I have as a law professor and I make enough money for myself and I can just read things. So I know what the truth is. I know to distinguish between this and this, because I can actually read primary sources. Yeah. They're just getting this fed to them. Right. So that's another problem is that who owns the media are a lot of, there's a lot of, um, prop, there's a lot of propaganda mm -hmm. out there. Right. I mean, they're even saying they are starting to, to give the message that January 6th, the insurrection is no different from Black Lives Matter protests, even though yes. there was, there's no deaths in Black Lives Matter protests, but there was, there was violence. There's not major violence in right. these Black Lives Matter protests, but there was major violence and there was a, there was an attempt to do a coup d'etat in our country. And that is completely being erased right. from history. Right. And that's, that's dangerous, especially when, you know, it, it, the information trickles down. So, you know, right. you got the parents to the kids and then the kids do it to their friends. And then by the time it gets to these election cycles, which we're just starting on primaries right now, um, which kind of moves every, moves the important people up or, you know, you, it, it, it starts becoming like a chore and it starts becoming they they start getting overwhelmed and i right. think i think i said this um a few weeks ago on ours but like we need to do the european thing shorten everything shorten it to two weeks before and then just get it you know just so that the information is straightforward there's less likely to be propaganda and then these issues that have have arisen can actually be dealt with and, and talked about academically instead of, like you said, propaganda. Exactly. So before we let you go and we've got a bit mm -hmm. long, uh, I wanted to give you the opportunity to speak your mind and tell what you, what you believe needs to be said about this. Mm -hmm. I think Just... people need to speak very frankly about it, that mm -hmm. this is not about saving life at all, that this is about, that this decision actually is likely to increase death, the death of full human beings, that this is about, about choice, that the other side that's now losing is, is basically does not have a choice, whereas those who want to have, not have an abortion still have that freedom. So it's, it's actually hurting people's own religious beliefs, their freedom of conscience, mm -hmm. This is hurting rape victims, incest mm -hmm. victims, children. Eleven-year-olds can be forced to have children now. Mm -hmm. This is well, you can you can marry them and then have they can have children. Like yeah, that's a different law. That's, that's different. another law. They, low, they lowered they lowered the age of, of the the marriage age, and now um, you can force them to have children. Yeah, young. And I mean, so they can just so people have to understand that this has to stop before we are getting to a point where the the snowball will be unstop unstoppable yeah so yeah. 
that was Professor Anne Lafasso. We thank you so thank much. You. We hope to have you back oh. on as soon as new information comes in on this. It's been an absolute uh, pleasure having you on. We thank you so much and we hope to see you again soon. Thank you both. I really All appreciate right. the opportunity to speak. Hello. <laughs> where, where's Shelton? <laughs> he was just there a second ago, too. He was literally just there. Wow. That, that All right. Um, Brenna, um, to you and Jartan, absolutely brilliant interviewing skills. Loved it. You know, we we were really trying to get a little bit more of an academic sense of what's going on mm -hmm. and we needed somebody who had an academic feel for what is going on and understanding it because we're just getting thrown words around no that, that was bang on point precedent <laughs> we have roe v wade we have casey we mm -hmm. have trigger you know trigger laws we have all these things that not a lot of people understand because it's not something that we talk about because this is the major thing that that has been going on this is the this is the biggest court decision supreme court decision mm -hmm. of any of our lives even before our lives this was a big thing My, mikey could you um give a rating to our uh, our co-host's interview um ability because that that was really good <laughs> i was really enjoying it I think I give him four and a half out of five mics. Whoa! You know, it's a strong Unless 90. for me, right? Because I'm a woman. What? What? That's how any of this works. That's how ratings work. That's where the rating of the rating. That's for the both of them. What is happening? Um, no, it was a great interview. Um, one one thing, thing you threw off my train of thought. I forgot what I was going to say now. Uh -huh. Damn it. Someone else go, I'll come back. You're welcome. I lost it. Um, yeah, so, Jartan, um, unmute your mic, idiot. Yep, 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 I'm here. Um, giving you and Brenna praise um, your interviewing technique. That was, that was really good. Really enjoyed that. And, um, yeah, you, you came out in a, in, a, in, in a very nice way and a very diplomatic way. And, yeah, that was that mm -hmm. was great great content thank you we try um it was also I'm... important like uh, for me as a european uh and very limited understanding of the american judicial system i i needed some help to understand what's going on mm -hmm. and how we got to this place and what is our you know what is our redemption what is our way out way out yeah mm -hmm. uh, yeah and 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 hearing from somebody who knows a lot about these things that there isn't really a way out mm -hmm. it's just gonna get a lot worse before it gets better yeah that was yeah. that was a tough blow for me and i think you saw from my reaction i'm like what? Yeah. Um, Definitely. I remember I remember now. Um one thing I want the Europeans and especially people who aren't like super politically active, um 
they've been trying to do this forever. Mm-hmm. Since they've Roe been v. Wade. Trying and trying and trying and trying, and yeah. they couldn't get it through. We had enough. We had enough right-minded people to stand in the way and stop it. Yeah. And everyone thought it was hilarious to vote for the reality guy. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. How, Let's shake how, things up a bit. How crazy, how crazy would it be if we elected? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be crazy? I just want to see what happens. I don't this want is what the boring lady. This is what fucking happens. You guys are, hold on. I'm in mid-rant. Jesus. I said there's going to be a lot of yelling and swearing. So... This is, this is not a fucking experiment. Yeah. This is people's lives. These are young ladies' lives. They're gonna get thrown out of their fucking house. Mm-hmm. What do all lives matter then? They're gonna. They might take matters into their own fucking hands in twenty twenty fucking two. And this is and this is okay. Because your fucking book says let's do it? Are you fucking kidding me? These are little ass girls, man. Making, because I, I, I went a little bit into this on my stream last night, mm-hmm. but, um. Mikey, know, Mikey, uh, just, Mikey, just go, just go, yeah, just go. Don't even I'm, worry I'm about trying it. to remember the words, that's all, that's all. Yeah. Um, we find the right words to say in the right order. It's, uh, I spoke about um, a young lady from my past in a situation that we got in. And this, by all standards, now that I'm an adult, not that big of a deal. A little condom, oopsie, morning after pill. Probably wouldn't have been pregnant anyway. Probably wasn't ovulating. So the chances of her actually being pregnant were very slim. But even that decision tore me up. Tore me up. Because I was still a fundamentalist Christian back then, and how could I do this, and my life is over, and oh my goodness. And that's me. Mm-hmm. That's me. I'm not even the one. Mm-hmm. And I was worked up about it. I was upset for months about that. Months. I almost got put out. And it wasn't even me. Can you, and, and when you're fucking, and when you're that age, when you're 16, 17, 18, even up to like 20. I, w- if- I, w- I, w- I would say 30. I would say 30. Oh, my God. You do not know who you are until you're at least 30. Right. At least. But, but, these, but these kids are making the hardest decision of their lives up to that point. Yeah. It is traumatic. It is not mm. some blase blase thing it's not used as fucking birth control it is the hardest fucking decision that they may may have to face in their young lives so let's make it fucking harder yeah let's make it so that you have to fucking get an uber across four fucking states because you live in the fucking rural south you know in mississippi they had one fucking clinic that did abortions the population, West Virginia too. Uh, the, the population yeah. in fucking Mississippi is fucking three million people. Yeah. So if we assume that half of them are women, 1.5 million women have to use the same fucking facility. Even if it was open every day, there would be fucking 
what, 20,000 women in there a day if they wanted to get a checkup. It is staggering the amount of bullshit that women have had to put up with in this fucking country. Mm -hmm. It is fucking staggering. And I, I, I think the the thing that we need to address right now is um, we have a co-host that has not delivered her emotional statement to this. And I really, I really want you to, Brenna, because... Mm -hmm. That you've got you got three blokes in here who have opinions, mm -hmm. but the autonomy of your body is yours, and we have absolutely no right, no fucking right at all, to tell you how your autonomy is to be delivered. So could you could you please, for our audience, just just. Tell us what, what this actually means as a, as a woman. So right now, if I'm okay in a, in a, in an academic sense, if Roe versus Wade and um, Casey versus Planned Parenthood uh, gets overturned, which is the the first on the chopping block are those two because they coincide with each other. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about that in the interview where we have trigger laws or or already laws on that said in the book. Um, California, here in California, I am one of the luckiest states in this country. We have complete, complete protection of abortion rights complete across the board we're actually getting more protections um are going through because gavin newsom our our governor um recognizes that roe v wade will be will be shot down um unless you know something dramatic happens um shocking. yeah shocking. um where there will even be more protections from anyone outside of the state seeking um uh their abortion um uh, uh, rights. So, um, they're already, they're already going through this right now. That's the academic sense. I, I myself, I am safe here, but I am not everybody in the entire country and I'm not in everybody in the entire world. Mm. This is not just about Roe versus Wade. This has very, this is just the marquee. This is the headliner. The rest that comes after this affects every single solitary person in this country that is not rich white men. Hmm. In a personal sense, I am, I am a woman, I am a, a fertile woman of childbearing age, which means anytime my own personal health decisions, regardless if it is about abortions or various, various methods of birth control, but even accessing, if I need, if I need hormones for any reason, for 
thyroid problems run in my family. I'll need hormones eventually of some sort. Even that can be considered birth control. And if somebody takes that away from me, that is hazardous to my health. If somebody can take away the the women's health rights that we've been working towards, that affects me. That affects my neighbor. That affects the people I teach. That affects the people I run into at the grocery store. That affects people who are com- that comment online. Every single person that is not that that is not a rich white straight man their rights are going to be easily taken away if this goes through because this 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 idea that if it's not there in the constitution written in black and white then it's not worth talking about. It's not worth saving. So even to the point where interracial marriage, which is something that is actually fairly new, it's not, it's it's just about as old as Roe versus Wade, that even that can be struck down. We could be looking at a serious, serious issue to the point where we could be back to when the founding fathers, good job, conservatives, where they ruled rich, white, straight men. And that is frightening to me because of everything that we've been working towards every civil rights that we are still fighting regardless if it is about people of color about women lgbtq plus about native american rights about immigration rights everything that we've been doing just workplace equality institutional equality health equality can be taken away because as mikey said exactly the funny guy the guy with the funny hair was just more interesting than the boring woman the Mm -hmm. plain old boring woman was not interesting enough and thus, we have to destroy everything that we've been working towards. Because y'all thought it was funny. This is not funny anymore. People are going to, people are going to die. Fuck that. Fuck old white men in this. This is exactly what they've always wanted. This is exactly what they've been begging for. Control. Since the slaves were free. Mm-hmm. Since bef- the 
perfect reason about why the South seceded from the Union was seceded seceded <laughs> from the Union was because they wanted only rich white landowning men mm -hmm. to be in control. And if they couldn't get that, they were going to leave. Mm. We had wars about this. We have people being lynched because of this. We have women getting murdered because of this. We are, we are still seeing as of today, we are seeing women being murdered for just being themselves, for just living. We are seeing our rights fundamentally taken away. And this is one of the, this is not the drop in the bucket. This is the whole goddamn ocean. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand why everybody's so comfortable with just allowing people to erode your your civil rights we're we're, we're not brenner we're, we're not I'm, and not us not us no no we're not and what you just said there was so so powerful and so absolutely meaningful in the sense of we need to keep fighting against this shit because this is bullshit like, for instance, you, you say about um, interracial marriage. Mikey would not be bequeathed to his missus if this kind of thing carried on. I would not exist. Mm -hmm. It's it's really hard to think that these kind of mentalities are still perpetuated in modern society. And we, we like, I know we're in our little echo chamber and we talk amongst ourselves, but it's so hard to, to think that this kind of thing carries on in just normal society. In, in Western society. Yeah. And then we, and then we chastise like people in the Middle East for, chopping hands off for stealing and all that kind of stuff. But well, then yeah. we carry on doing our shit. This is, this is Jesus Sharia law. Yeah. Yes. This, I mean, it's, it's, it is. And you're like, you're right. We're, we're looking, if you look at this from the actual, like actually perspective, and this is, this has been going on for years where we're, you know, when we're talking about something like Sharia law or the Taliban, which, which is mm -hmm. basically, Sharia law in action, yeah. right? Um, when the, somebody you know talks about stoning women to death for you know going outside on her own, mm -hmm. like that's not too far off from what we're doing right now. It's not too far off from the uh, death penalty. It, we're it's it's so it's it's fundamentally equivalent yeah. to that type of ruling now our 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 new phrase is handmaid's tale right yeah. we've been sort of that's been in our mindset for a while now is that that's become what what we are seeing 
Mm. Where women will have only one thing that they're allowed to, to do. They're only allowed to bear children and, 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 and raise them the way that the man wants them to. Um, is it is it an arrogance of the West that think that we are the the superior way uh, of living morally and um, individually? Mm-hmm. Is it is it is it our arrogance that has not has blinded us to the actual hypocrisy of what we um, depict? when it comes to um, casting dispersions on other people, we sit there and say, uh, oh, look at these Arab states that chop people's hands off for stealing, but at the same time, you've got the death penalty in America. Is is there some kind of disconnect between those two points? Because they're kind of hip- hypocritical. Uh, that's not a word. Hypocritical. Hypocritical, sorry. <laughs> With an accent. Hip, yeah. Hypocritical is, is, is an accent. Hip hop anonymous. Yeah. Damn you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm 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 thinking out loud right know. now. We're gonna watch Play of the Concords. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm thinking out loud. <laughs> I was watching Big Daddy. Yeah. There's, um, there's there's a hypocrisy amongst um us in the West or Europe who are saying that um all these savages over there in the Middle East are wrong but then we're executing people and imprisoning people for life you, all the time. You, you, like, nailed that. Um, I mean, where did where did this whole thing start? It started with the Europeans looking for resources. And then, oh, <laughs> shit. And then what happens with that? <laughs> well, if somebody's on that land, such as, I don't know, the Native Americans, right? What do you do with them? Oh, sorry, sorry, the uh, Tasmanians. What do you do? What do you do with that? What oh, What happened? You You. We, we we move in just around the nice bits you, around the outside. You You pretend to become friends with them, tell mm-hmm. them that they're wrong about their lives, force them to be more European, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, kill them if they don't. Well, I mean. The other thing not I, not the, that the Europeans were the only ones that do that because Americans are really really good about um they they learn from the best basically it's um and and, and you you also have to factor in the fact that uh they pretty much got kicked out of England because they were so religiously extreme mm-hmm. and then they went to they went to Holland and saw black people walking around and they say oh no 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 not in this place no. not here take us to the new land. Where exactly. we can be as radical as we want, and guess so they, what? They, they went. They went to the. They went to the king and gave it like, you know, there's a plot of land over there, and you know, somebody has to do something with it. Send the crazies. Let's let's, let's go over there, build our own little little you know, village, and then kill women for trying to be women. Heaven, heaven forbid a. A, a, a young girl got her period back then because she would have been fucking burned as a witch. Like, oh, like yeah. it, like the the religious the religiosity of this country is so disgusting. To like, to like, your point, 
prior to me jumping off quickly, um, the Australian accent is basically a derivative of the Cockney accent Mm -hmm. because we sent so many um, London prisoners to Australia and they developed their own accent. The same reason that um, the... Yeah, but first off, how did you get Australia? That was That's the first thing. Uh, we just rocked up. Just yeah, rocked uh-huh, up. uh-huh. There wasn't anybody else living there? Uh, no, them people, they lived on the south coast. They're, they're, they weren't doing anything. They're, 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 they, were, they were uncivilized, right? You had to civilize them. Yeah, and, uh, and, and they were very brown. Very yeah. brown. Yeah, right? I, yeah. Mm, mm. And, and they didn't have a flag. Exactly. They did. They so did the, not put the flag in the yeah, ground. So, yeah. So the English could just walk up there and go like, "Yeah, this is our land." And they were like, "But do you have a flag?" And they went, "Yes, we <laughs> fucking do." Somebody's <laughs> been watching Eddie Izzard. Yes. Yeah. But do you have do a you flag? Have a flag. Um. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So anyway, yes. Yeah, so Mikey, you were entirely right. It, it is. It is that religious need to spread your religion and to follow the religion to the letter of the law and doesn't don't doesn't matter um you know the men women and children that you have to murder in order to do that and and the worst thing is it's not even in their fucking book it's not even in the fucking bible the bible doesn't outline abortion it actually encourages it in no, the Old testament it encourages it you have to drink the dirty water yeah there's a recipe in there yep. right. for a forced miscarriage. Right. Yep. But, there's actually but, a recipe. It tells you it tells you what to put in it, where to go. Yep. And that it is not just it is not just a a mis a, an abortion pill, basically. It is a forced abortion pill. You yeah, take you know, it to your your mistress or your slave and you pour it down their throat. So uh, guys, I, I um, I think we do have to add. I, I, I want, I want just to say a few things before we do because I'm really not feeling too good. Okay. Uh, but you did loser. All research, all the science behind this, shows us that banning abortion does not lower abortion rates. It's just abortion safety, right? Yep. So banning safe abortions. Yep. So it, it just doesn't make any sense from that perspective. The whole that Texas heart beat bill is just idiotic because basically what you're listening to is a pulsating embryo, mm-hmm. and yep. it, it's a bit of a stretch to call that a heartbeat. Technically, yes. Are, so, are you saying that these anti-abortion activists are lying to us? Yes, uh, they no. wouldn't. They yes, that they doesn't would. sound correct I, because I believe that even even the holy book explains that that lying is 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 sinful. No, they would never do that. Just like those fuckers lied to get on the fuck, like those fuckers lied to get on the fucking Supreme Court. They promised that they weren't going to fucking touch Roe v. Wade, and that was the first fucking thing they did. First so, fucking thing they did. Well, yeah. The thing, the thing that I think that we're they not looking anything. at is that we, we have become complacent. We, as Mikey started talking about people wanting to go to the circus, so they voted for the reality TV guy because they wanted 
you know, to change things up a bit. Well, fucking mm. go ride a roller coaster. Go to Disneyland if you want some excitement. Don't play Don't get laid. politics. Don't, yeah. you know, go to Tuana and go on a fucking two-week bender. Do something, but don't play around and just like, oh, this is going to be funny. No, it wasn't funny, and it still isn't funny. And now you have a very conservative, for me, very weird court, right? So yeah. we have a problem over here as well, but it's not within like the court systems and within the people who are highly educated. We know that the people who vote it's, for the more conservative and Christian Democrat parties and stuff like that. Are, it's societal. It's societal. It's mm-hmm. it's not those there are very few uh, the highly educated Nazi voters are far and few, few and far between. Uh, yeah. There's not many of them because when you understand society, you, you can see that this doesn't really work. I think the problem that America has is that you don't have a John McCain anymore. John McCain is gone and he's a whole... Yeah. I don't agree with him, but at least he right. was honest at least he was somewhat dignified. At least he had some pride in what he did. And I respect him for that, even though I don't agree with his yeah. and You, you are our biggest problem you, you, right now. You, you bang on. That you generation bang on. of politicians are gone. Now you have sycophants that are just that. in it for mm. the, for, to be there, right? What we, what we have is we, we have our our politicians exactly what you said are leaving or dying off and then what we are what we are getting are the people who just think that they're going to do exactly what they want to do um yeah and it's it's hard because we need we need politicians we need people that know how the system works know yeah. how to get people on their side yeah. know how to word things correctly and know how to speak to their constituents yeah. and if you don't have that you end up with marjorie taylor green she is yeah. not a politician i she knows nothing about politics the only thing she knows how to do is, is get people to is listen call, to her. Is call us libtards she knows and how to mouth breathe. That's about it. That's yeah. that's all she knows how to do. And this is the thing that angers me because I have been involved in politics since I was a kid. <laughs> I made lawn signs, handmade lawn signs for my friends, for our family friends who was running for city council and he got it and he got mayor. Um, I was I was canvassing at a young age. I was involved in city um, organizations at a young age. And to know that all this work that I have gone through, where I learned how to vote, I watched my mother vote when they were, when they were those, those cardboard voting booths mm-hmm. on a desk. And Like, I was there. I watched her vote. Voting is important to me. Mm -hmm. When I was 18, 
I registered to vote the next week. It sickens me that people are taking the process of voting and politics so lightly. Again, the, 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 the reality TV star with the funny hair, he's not a politician. <sighs> he has no skill whatsoever. But that was funny because we don't take we don't take politics seriously we turn i mean i'm not saying that like comedy is the only thing like we've turned it into a joke no we've turned we've turned it into the x factor we've turned it we've turned it into britain's got talent and all that kind of shit and it it, it winds my fucking life up Who's the better looking one? Who's the one that that makes me laugh when I hear their voice? Yeah, that's why no, that's why there was so you much. You're so right. You're so right about like Hillary Clinton being the 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 old white lady who's boring as hell, mm-hmm. and that was her. Uh, you know, and, and even tr- Sleepy Joe. Like, I'm sorry, but politicians shouldn't be interesting they should be intelligent they should be able to speak in clear concise language so that we understand it brenna just slightly push back on that sleepy joe was then adopted as um a narrative by the right-wing media and they perpetuated that yeah and then it became part of the consciousness of america and yeah. I was just like, Sleepy yeah. Joe, where the fuck did that come from? Oh, this, this man plays it at all. It's also a case of finding the one that says the thing that you want to hear, not the thing you need to hear, yes. not the yes. truth, but the thing that you want to hear, right? Jartan, you're 100% right, 100% right. There's, there's, there's a great episode of Family Guy in which Lois runs for mayor, and all yeah, she does nine eleven is say those talking points. <laughs> Un- unwed teenage teenage mothers is probably my favorite of them because there's no substance to what she is saying. Right. There's nothing regarding nine eleven. You know, uh, bin you know Bin Laden's at the bottom of the of the lake, so we have to dredge it and clean it out. There is no substance to what she is saying, but she is saying exactly what they want to hear. Yeah. That's how she got elected. That's how she got things done. There is nothing there. This is, these are those talking points that have been going on for decades now, especially during the, the, the Reagan era, they hit hard with Mm. those talking points. When Fox News came out, they hit hard with talking points. And now it's just so easy, especially with social media, where you can mute the things you don't want to hear and you can it's, get notifications on those talking points. It's it's funny how the um, English speaking... Um, Guys, uh, please do continue. Sorry. Uh-huh. I'm jumping off. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, man. Yeah, no, no. Jatan, ja, 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 love, love to you and Val. You guys, um, dude. You, you did great today. We, you worked hard. Yeah. Good night. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night. Night, Val. Val, 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 Val
There we are. There hey, hot stuff. Oh. Look at you, you beautiful human. Sexy. Bye, right. right, guys. All right. Bye, mate. Yeah. Adios. Right, he's gone. Let's talk about him. But I mean, I mean, the the essence of this is that. What? You know that's mine. You know that's mine, Wayne. Pay up. I know. I know. Just give put me it. In, put it in the put the put it in the jar. You know what to do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Any, anyway, um, like these are these are kind of those serious things that that we we actually we do need to vote for real things. Yeah. And the problem is, is that there is clearly there's there's a difference between the the sides of this debate. Mm-hmm. There's one side. Yes, not so, not a hundred percent, but what they're doing is, is, is they, they, what is it? They, they have the, they have the ideas, but not the methods. Like right. the Democrats have the ideas, but not the methods. Yeah. While the Republicans have the methods, but they don't have the ideas. And the problem is, is that we need to stop thinking about about what we say this in a, in a concise manner, just because somebody says what you think is the right thing to do, Mm -hmm. um, freedom, liberty, um, you know, uh, life, love, whatever these things are, that doesn't Mm -hmm. make what they're saying what is needed in this no we could we could lose obamacare yeah because that's not a fundamental right healthcare is not a fundamental right is it not (laughs) not in the constitution it's not in the constitution and this is the thing we're battling we're battling the constitution right now brenna Brenna, move move to the uk (laughs) i know like, like, honestly, there's so many fucking trap doors and bullshitty mm-hmm. shit going on. There, it like, if you, it's like when you, uh, like high level chess people, like watch other people play and they're like, oh, he's got him in 10. Yeah. We're, we're made it in like six or seven at this point. Like yeah. it's done. Mm. Like that was it. Yeah. Cause the thing that, that fucks me off is, um, there's a Michelle Obama quote. When they go low, we go high. No, you need to go low. You need to go lower. You, you need, need to, to cut hard. You need to cut them off at the knees, because you late. can sit there and be be, be all morally like um, beautiful, but the problem is they've already grouped so many people with them. So you can so- you can sit there on your high horse, but you've only got two people with you. It doesn't matter anymore, <laughs> Wayne. Yeah, because it's. They've already fucking rigged the fucking game so that the Supreme Court is theirs. It's that's done. what I'm saying. That's so, what I'm saying. So, so the Trump thing, without Trump, those idiots aren't getting, like, uh, Ted Cruz isn't getting that through. No. Marco Rubio's th- not getting that through. I, th- I think what you need to do is um, do that whole thing of you lie down with dogs, you get fleas. So call them cunts. Fuck them. Call them cunts. They will, they, they will sit there and go, all these liberal pricks doing this, that, and the other. Okay, well, you want to go with that? You're a cunt, and this is why you're a cunt. Well, name and... color is not going to change the Constitution. That's where we're at. The Constitution no, has to be changed. No, 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 no. 
I'm, I'm being metaphorical, Mikey. Instead of being all highfalutin and like um, proud, no, okay. Well, do you want me to come down there and like, have a wrestling match with you? This is, this is why I said that we need parliament because we need to be able to shout at them. We don't. We cannot yeah. shout. There are rules about um, attacking people from the floor. Yeah, um, we, we we have rules too, and um, Boris Johnson always calls Keir Starmer Captain Hindsight. Oh, Captain Hindsight over here. Captain Hindsight, Captain Hindsight. And I'm like, Captain Hindsight is calling you out for the shit you did wrong. You absolute fop-haired, adulterous cunt. And he uses ad hominems and then says, oh, I'm being perfectly honourable, honourable. No, you're using ad hominems. You're a prick. Fuck off. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's perfectly perfectly fine. Um, there's a few things that need to get done. Um, I I I was gonna talk to uh, I, I we ran out of time, but we need to talk about the Equal Rights Amendment that yep. was not passed, still not passed, and not not adopted. Let's go. Let's go to that. That could that could. That could save us from all this shit. Yep. But it was it was deemed too radical. Um America. Which is now looking back at it, right? People thought it was too radical. It's not radical at all. <laughs> it's perfectly acceptable to maintain the rights of everybody equally and now we're all going to lose our rights how how can america have in the same news cycle um a debate about the redskins logo and at the same time roe versus wade welcome to america how can they be in the same periphery Uh, our sport our sports team are more important than our rights. Always have been, always will be. This is the American way. We care more we care more about the relationship between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard than oh, we do darn. about our own goddamn relationships. Because it's entertaining. <sighs> it's it's an easy debate that we have. Whose this... side are you on? We, Exactly. Everything is binary. Everything is fucking binary. And when in reality, most of us in the real world live in that gray area. They live in the nuance. But the thing that's most profitable is the binary. How can we carry on like this? Well, if you have any ideas, leave it in the chat. We're out of time, you guys. Please do. <laughs> um, so for me, Mikey Famine, Brenda Duncan, and... Wayne Maker, Wayne Lynch, and Jartan, uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us. This has been the Bin Podcast. Uh, let's get out of here.